That's Phil. At home, turn us up. In your car, turn us on. At work, tell others about Talking with Ms. T, the talk show that's giving you trending topics, noted news, interesting interviews, community updates, and so much more. It continues right now. Ms. T. She'll do the talking. All you got to do is be a good listener. You're back where it's at, and I'm here to attack a new edition that you shouldn't be missing. I'm Tanisha Baker, and I'm excited to host Talking With T, the show designed with your interest in mind. It's March 30th, and if today is your birthday, you share it with your birthday mates, singer Celine Dion, late painter Vincent Van Gogh, rapper MC Hammer, and pop singer Tracy Chapman. Today on the national calendar is National Take a Walk in the Park Day and National Doctors Day. For the month of March, we have been celebrating the legacy of women and their contributions. Today, on our last show of the month, we're not just going to single out one woman, but celebrate all women who continue to make history and become our sheroes and unsung heroes. Women have paved the way in medicine and science and engineering and politics and athletics and so much more. The strength of a woman is the backbone of society and her ability to contribute changes the game. Shirley Chisholm said that tremendous amounts of talent are being lost to our society just because that talent wears a skirt. So here's to strong women. May we know them, may we be them, may we raise them. The theme this month is Spring Forward. You are encouraged to take the next step, no matter how small and no matter how slow and no matter how hard. No matter where you are in this journey called life, take the next step. Despite your fears, despite your past, and despite the haters, move anyway. You don't need to jump the whole staircase. Just take one step at a time. Business owners, church leaders, entrepreneurs, why not build your brand on Talking With T, your urban talk show designed to engage, educate, empower, and encourage. Call today, 865-409-1170 for more details or visit TalkingWithT.com. Remember to keep in mind, I'm always looking to share and highlight music from rising artists. I also look forward to more submissions for T's top teens and hometown heroes. Help me celebrate people making good choices and doing good work as they contribute to our community. Also, be sure to subscribe to Talking With T Daily, our online newspaper for your daily scoop of trending news to find out what we're talking about. Keep it where it's at after we hear this track is trending news and hot topics. I just need your feels Sipping on your vibe Tell me what's the deal I'm gonna be yours, you can mark my words Be falling in love like two little birds I'm falling for you And you know why He's just for me, cast a spell on me Caught his own symphony Swaying back and forth with no melody No more fantasy, reality Sweat, babe. Sweat, babe. I can blow your mind, I can blow your mind It's a cold, it's a cold, it's a cold 
cowards Be falling in love like two little birds, little birds. I'm falling for you, you And you know why He's just for me Cast a spell on me Caught in his own symphony Swaying back and forth with no melody No more fantasy Reality, it's a calm sweat pain Can I say all mine? Can I say all mine? It's a calm sweat pain Welcome back to Talking with Tea, Spilling the Tea. Are you ready for this? Let's turn our attention to a few quick bits. Six people were injured when a tornado ripped through Jonesboro, Arkansas on Saturday afternoon. The police chief urged residents to stay home while debris is cleared out of roadways and other common areas. Legendary Harlem Globetrotter Fred Curley Neal died at the age of 77. The stimulus package was approved, meaning there is financial relief coming to many families and businesses. R. Kelly is still behind bars in Chicago, Illinois, awaiting his numerous trials. However, his lawyers are now asking that he be released due to the spread of COVID-19. Michael Jackson's estate donates $300,000 to organizations leading coronavirus relief efforts. For those who plan to spend the 4th of July weekend in New Orleans for the Essence Festival, it has now been postponed. The FDS has authorized a 15-minute coronavirus test. The U.S. Navy ship Mercy has arrived in Los Angeles to help relieve the burden that local hospitals have been facing as the number of coronavirus cases in California continues to rise. The ship and its medical personnel will not be treating any COVID-19 patients. The 1,000-bed U.S. Navy hospital ship has the same functions and capabilities as a typical hospital. Its sister ship, the USNS Comfort, is being deployed to New York. Coronavirus deaths topped 34,000 worldwide and 2,500 in the U.S., Trump has extended the federal government's social distancing guidelines through the end of April. You can click the link to live updates on TalkingWithT.com. Tennessee officials refused to release a count of COVID-19 deaths by county. And I also read that people are warned against traveling to Tennessee because the state is, quote, not doing enough to combat COVID-19. We do know that there are up to 957 COVID-19 cases across the state of Tennessee and Knoxville playgrounds, park, restrooms, recreational facilities are closed, including community centers, senior centers, and pools. Talking with T, your urban talk show designed to engage, educate, empower, and encourage its listeners with trending news, hot topics, current events, real issues, interesting interviews, new music, and much more. Now, here's T spilling the tea in five, four, three, two, one. All right, listeners, it's that time in the show where we review trending news, and today I have the know it all, Professor J, as well as our top investigator most often instigator P.I. Pam, and we'll resume updates about COVID-19 because the news is all about the coronavirus. It seems to be really 90% of the stories. 
And there are stories of heroes and sheroes and goodwill and good heart. And then there are updates and efforts to slow down the spread of COVID-19. I mentioned before that doing safer at home, you can still go in your yard, you can ride in your car, but what you shouldn't do is congregate in crowds while putting yourself or others at risk. So I hear people saying things like, I don't think I can get it. Okay. So even if that's true, you could pass it to others. A lady told me the other day, when it's my time, it's my time. And I told her, look, I don't think it's my time, so I need you to back up off me and give me six feet, please. I see some mayors are really taking this thing serious. The mayor of L.A. announced that he would shut the water and power off for non-essential L.A. businesses that don't close. Rhode Island police are going door to door, hunting for New Yorkers, seeking safety. I'm like, why does this sound like zombie apocalypse? It really does. And as you said, there are people who are not taking this thing seriously, even down here in uh, my neck, the woods. It had been raining for the past couple of days. And as soon as the Mm -hmm. sun came out, people were congregating down on the river. You would have thought that it was, you know, Memphis in May, (laughs) in March. Wow. So why do we think our communities aren't taking it seriously? I don't think they're taking it seriously because it hasn't hit home yet. Mm-hmm. Once they hit home, then they'll start taking it serious, and they keep saying, well, it's just another strain of the flu, and it's not. People are dropping like flies. What did they say in New York? Someone dies every every 17 minutes. Someone dies in New York from it, so I don't recall that happening before. And then, yeah. if you, and then someone has said on a post, um, a friend of ours has said that when they shut down, the NBA shut down, the NCAA, when they're shutting down all these multi-billion dollar companies, then it has to be serious. Right, right. I think you hit the nail on the head. For people who don't think it's serious, it's because it hasn't hit home. When I watch stories, and they're heartbreaking stories, about people who have lost loved ones, then I'm saddened. I'm saddened by the numerous stories of families who have lost their mothers and grandmothers and sisters and even their kids due to COVID-19. There's one story that caught my interest about a couple who had a small anniversary gathering of less than 10 people, no touching. The couple even did elbow bumps, trying to be mindful of the CDC suggestions. Well, the husband caught the disease. He's now deceased. To be honest, I don't know if they can actually pinpoint where he contracted the disease since it can live on surfaces two to three days and then carriers can have it from 10 days to two weeks before they even show symptoms. But the point is they tried to follow all the guidelines and still became victims to this disease. And so when I think of that, it becomes serious to me. It doesn't have to be someone in my own family. My heart breaks for other families and people who aren't getting to tell their loved ones goodbye, to think about these people who are dying alone in isolation. That's enough for me. Um, it's going to take everybody to do their part in this. It is, and I'm, I'm just thinking as you were talking about how people don't really take it seriously because it has not hit home. I'm just thinking in terms of every time you turned on the TV, 
over the mm-hmm. past two weeks, there has been at least one story, if not two or three, of someone who's lost his or her life um, right. due to COVID-19. And it would be incumbent upon me to make sure that I take the necessary precautions if all I'm being uh, inundated with are stories of people who are losing their lives. And I hear people say, well, um, the number of people who are losing their lives is smaller than the number of people who are actually recovering, and that's just the media ploy. So, you know, they continue living as if things are normal, which we clearly can see is not the case. Yeah, so when you turn the media on, you're right. Almost all day, every story is related to COVID-19 or the coronavirus, and I understand that people are getting depressed by it, um, this lack of interaction that some people need, and that's where they draw their energy. That's an extrovert. I'm personally an introvert as everyone in my house, and so we haven't suffered as much from social distancing as some families might, and I understand that. If you draw your energy from social interaction, if you feel the need and you thrive from engagement, then I bet this is really driving people mad. And three things, three rates have gone up that disturbed me. One is suicide, you know. And the other two, domestic violence and child abuse. Those rates have increased significantly as families cope with the stress of this, and that saddens me as well. But when you have people who don't take it seriously, remember last week we talked about that coronavirus challenge and people are doing the most ridiculous things. Right. Yeah, well, look at here. Mm-hmm. You better not get caught because a woman who coughed on 35000 worth of food at a Pennsylvania grocery store faces felony charges, including counts of making terrorist threats. So I bet it's not so funny now as it was when I saw the picture. It's on our website as well. Her climbing on the grocery shelves, coughing on the food like a fool. And then very similar to a story about a man who was also charged with terroristic threats after coughing on a grocery store worker in New Jersey. And I've read other stories that are very similar. It's not a joke. This is not a game. Playing around, making it a joke comes with some pretty hefty penalties. That terrorist threats that's a serious charge yes it is crazy that people are doing this because we also read a story where a doctor who was facing some disciplinary actions went around and coughed on the nurses what yes and so it's just people are losing their minds with this and so they, they arrested him and charged him too that's what it is they are losing their minds and i did see starting to see Cases where our medical personnel, the staff of the hospitals, are starting to get sick. A few have lost their lives. And so they are putting themselves at risk every day. And so when they're asking, I know you've seen the social media campaign and the media campaigns where they're holding up signs and saying, we come to work for you, stay home for us. That's what they mean. You know, it doesn't take long. I I saw a family of 10, seven of them caught COVID-19, four of them passed away, you know, and y'all know I like to gamble, but this is not something I'm going to gamble with, not when it comes to the health of friends and family and people I love in my community. 
I'm just going to do what they say. You know, I'm not going to argue with the doctors or the scientists or the health director or all these people that have education around this this disease or this virus. I'm going to listen to them. I'm, I'm not coming up with my own remedies or just because it might not hurt me, I don't want to hurt others. This isn't the time for that. And did you see where doctors are considering a universal do not resuscitate order for coronavirus patients? And I'm like, can we put that to a vote? I know they're between a rock and a hard place, but that's crazy, too. It is. Um, Seems like I think the story that I saw was um, putting age restraints on uh, the patients that they would give that do not resuscitate order to. And even Hmm. instances where they're having to share ventilators, have two people on one ventilator, so we're clearly in dire straits at this point. Right. And so every city, every state isn't suffering at the same rate. But united we stand. You know what I mean? Like just because your family or your household may not have been hit, I think we can have some compassion and empathy for these families that are suffering. Because I tell you what, New Orleans, New York, L.A., they are in dire straits. Seattle, Washington. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <sighs> well, like I said, we're not sure about these home. Everybody gave a long sigh this week. Yeah. Right. We're not sure about these home remedies, but I don't know if we can blame this couple in our next story. A man from Arizona died and his wife became ill after taking the drugs that Trump was hyping up that said it was going to be a cure. I think it was that malaria drug. Was that it? Mm-hmm. They took it because they believed what Trump said, and he was convincing, at least to them, that that drug was pretty much going to be a cure. It was going to be the magic bullet for this thing. And I know people are fearful, and so they, they decided to follow his advice or whatever. And now we understand that not to be true, and unfortunately someone had to lose their life for us to realize that. Again, this is a whole issue of who do we look to for our information? Um, one source that I saw did a little fact-checking, and the drug that their president mentioned in his press conference <laughs> was a totally different drug than what these people took. So, oh. Yeah. So it uh, seems like to me that he would not be the type of person you want to take medical advice from. Uh, we already know that he is emotionally unstable. Mm-hmm. Um, he is arrogant. Yes, very much so arrogant. And his leadership abilities have been called into question almost on a daily basis. And he's mm. even said that he wanted to get the country back up and running by Easter, which, as we all know, probably would not be a reasonable time frame for all of this to blow over. And he since uh, extended the requirements for social distancing to go on until April 30th now. So, mm. Okay. All right. So if we follow suit, then we have even more time that we may be safer at home or under a stay-at-home type of policy. Yep. I'm just trying not to gain the quarantine 15. What you said? 
So well, then, I, I believe that the next time y'all see me, I will have that and then some because I've, I've, I've already gained mine, I believe. Well, we've gone through our quarantine snacks. So the gain will soon be a loss unless I can replenish. But it's hard. And I feel for parents. I understand. And for people who don't know why the stimulus was needed, why financial relief is needed, and this is for various income brackets. When you are at home, you use more utilities, you eat more. When you're used to a student receiving, let's see, 10 meals out of the week at school, including snacks for some, and that is now all going to be in-house, that's a significant dent in the budget. And there are just other things, you know, when you're not going to work and you have your whole family in and trying to provide for them, that's a strain for many people. And we won't even get on health care. So next week we're going to explore some of the suggestions of Jay's president as well as I thought I was going to slide it in this week, Pam. No, he caught you. He got you fast. He did catch me fast. He He's on alert. But we are. We're going to explore some of the suggestions. We're going to talk about the mayors and their response because he's being real petty with some of them, wanting them to, what did he say, act nice and be appreciative. Mm-hmm. They, like I said, we'll get into that next week because I'm sure – the coronavirus will be at the top of the media stories as it has been. Before we actually sign off for today, I got a question. Have either of you watched Netflix, the documentary Tiger King? Yes. I binge watched it over the past two days. Mm -hmm. Well, we don't want to give any spoilers, but I just was curious about your thoughts. Now, I was surprised. I binge watched it too, Jay. And I will tell people this. If you make it through the first two episodes, after that, pretty much hooked. If you like CSI, Law and Order, Forensic Files, any of that, I found it to be as engaging. And the whole thing, though, was so crazy. I mean, I was sitting up on my TV trying to think and and having to rewind it even at parts thinking, did I just see what I thought I saw? Or did I just hear what I thought I heard? It's it's insane. It's insane. It is a fascinating train wreck. <laughs> What's his name? Joe uh Joe Exotic. Joe Exotic. Joe Exotic. My, my, my. Pam, have you seen it yet? Yes. I've been watched it as well the last couple of days and Jay is right, it's a train wreck, you just can't get off. You're like, you're going to pull the thing to get off, but then you'd be like, no, let me keep going. I'm going to wait to the next stop. They have done the most. They do more. Right. <laughs> you are so right. All right, listeners, if you have watched uh, the Tiger King and want to share your opinions and insights, we encourage you to Hit us up on social media. You can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram, or even our website. That's talkingwitht.com. We would love to hear from you. Well, I guess that's it for this bit, and I can't wait to hear what the two of you have to say next week. And I can't wait to tell it. And you know I'm going to say it.
As we prepare to close, make note, Knox County Schools have closed through April 24th. It is suspected that they may be out even longer. The Tennessee Department of Education has released a toolkit for parents. On our Talking with T website, you will find links to valuable information and resources. Remember, safer at home doesn't mean you can't enjoy the sunshine. Take a walk or a ride. Be sure to stay mindful of social distancing and wash your hands. We need to get a handle on this coronavirus and it will take everybody doing their part. We also want to give a big shout out to all of those risking their health to support the crisis of COVID-19, including first responders, medical staff, custodians, food service workers, public transit workers, and others. We appreciate you and hope you remain safe and well. While we are all adjusting to social distancing, you can find several artists and DJs giving online concerts. One of my favorites is Knoxville's own DJ Stir of the Pearl, who will be on Facebook and Instagram Live Tuesday at 4 p.m. Make sure to join the party at Club Quarantine with DJ Stir of the Pearl and trade your quarantine blues for your dancing shoes. Well, once again, we've come to the end, but be reminded, you can call in with thoughts or opinions on our talk line. That's 865-409-1170. You can leave comments on TalkingWithT.com, follow us on social media, share some stories, or spill some tea. Thank you for tuning in to Talking With T, your urban talk show. The show designed with you in mind. And we would love to connect with you right now on social media. All things Talking With T. And you can listen to the show 24-7, 365 on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, and iHeartRadio. Now on that note, T will end with a quote. When the winds of change blow, some people build walls and others build windmills. Remember where you heard the word, keep the peace until next week. You've been listening to Talking With Tea.